Uh, ew. Hi, welcome back. Hello. Good morning, Starshine. The Earth says hello. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Episode 20. Episode 20. I want to put the sound in right there. Right off the bat. Yeah, so we're coming out. We're coming out of the gate hot. <laughs> New podcast. A happy Friday. Happy Friday. Well, we're not recording on a Friday. You're listening to this happy. In, in the future. What is today? Wednesday? Today's Wednesday. Oh, God. So normally would have came out today, but today we're recording it. Daylight savings time. We're, we're changing the whole game. We're blowing <laughs> the case wide open. Is. Blowing <laughs> the case wide open. Wide fucking open. Welcome back to an episode of the Brittany and Shane Show. Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you guys for joining us on this adventure week after week. Adventure. Unless... Unless we skip a week. Yeah. Which tends to happen. <laughs> but either way, you've been here the whole time. Yep. 20 whole episodes. Yeah. A million more Congratulations to Congratulations to you for listening to 20 whole episodes. Yeah, you made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I uh, want to feel old. Sure. So, Allie, my friend Allie, sent me a TikTok the other day. And Hi, it Allie. said, send this to someone to make them feel old. And it was just a kid sitting at the piano doing a mashup of like... Disney songs, excuse me, but as it went on, it showed each movie and how old they were. So it starts with a song from Moana, which is five years old already. Christ. And it goes to a song from Frozen, which is eight years old. And it goes to a song from... Sorry, I just had to take a picture of that. What? Um, You, my wife, are sitting on... Futon next to a skeleton with a witch hat and Sam from <laughs> Trick or Treat, and they're holding hands <laughs> with his murder lollipop next to the the monster book from Harry Potter. Just, um, um, call me by surprise. Tangled is eleven years old. Brother Bear, eighteen years old. Tarzan, no, twenty two years old. The Lion King is twenty seven. And Aladdin is 29. Aladdin's older than The Lion King. I didn't know that. It could be wrong. I didn't uh, fact check, but... The Tarzan soundtrack is so good. So good. What's um his name? Bill Collins. He didn't have to go that hard. Yeah. I can breathe. Coming in the jungle tonight. Lord. Tarzan. Lord did a cover of that. There's a... Yeah, I, I've heard it. It's you know, a, a, like a sad mopey version oh, of it like so, at every cover nowadays so good so good i'll start out with a with a little recommendation right off the bat bbc radio has a um a youtube channel and all that it is is like this, oh. they have celebrities come in and they do one of their own songs and then they do a cover that's where Harry Styles did the Juice cover. Um, Demi Lovato did uh, "Take Me to Church." Yes, there are before so, she had the mullet. There is so much great content on Indeed. that YouTube channel. Like, it's incredible. We were talking about covering Juice with the cover band, and we turned to that version of it to kind of like yeah. figure out how we were going to do it because there's a lot of like yeah. synth and whatnot in it. Harry Styles. <sighs> yeah, I got thoughts about that later. Anyway, do you ever want to feel old? I do. Um, a boxing one this week. Oh. Um, 27 years ago, uh, George Foreman won the heavyweight title at age 45. I didn't even... Wow. Defeating Michael Moore. Yeah, he came out of retirement, worked his way. He had like... A, I don't remember exactly how many fights, but yeah, he won the heavyweight championship of the world at 45. Defied all odds. 
Right, you've just texted me to take another picture, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Cause so I could be ready for it. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, sh- she'll post that on the Instagram in like I will. two weeks. Send it to me right now. I'll send it. I'll post it right now. <laughs> live a live post. Oh wow, getting ambitious here. So um, I have two. We have a a little correction. Jessica texted me and said. How could I possibly forget? And I don't know how, because I never, I guess I just didn't remember but to say it by the end of the podcast episode. Isabella. Paolo and Isabella and Lizzie McGuire with Joe Jonas's Halloween costumes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, so I just I still don't follow. Put that out. <laughs> I know. It's okay. And uh, also, you may be a mind reader because. Well, hold on. Hold, backtrack almost. because he, he didn't win. So last week... Yeah, but I'm... All right. People's Sexiest Man Alive was crowned this week. Yeah. Um, So last week on the episode, we were talking about like various Sexiest Men Alive or something like that, at least for a moment. And I said, like, had Chris Evans ever been uh, declared that? And like that night, I was scrolling through Twitter or something or or no, the next day. It was like 6 a.m. that you texted it to me. Which is weird. (laughs) Why would I be looking at that at 6 a.m.? But uh, I don't know. Neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) Um. And it said like he was in like the lead or something like that, or like he was poised to be the next sexiest man alive. But as we've learned today, that's not the case. Yep, it is indeed. Drum roll, please. Paul Rudd. I don't get it. (laughs) I I get it. Really? He's just like a regular dude. Yeah, yes, yeah. He's a wholesome. Is that the is that the appeal now? Regular ass people. Nice. I dig that. He just seems like a genuinely nice person. He's not canceled. He's not problematic. He's well, just... well, knock on wood, knock on wood. <laughs> That's it's plastic. What is that? It's not wood. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I do. I will buy the copy and I'll uh, give my ratings on the other men that are in it, <laughs> just for you, the listeners. Oh, you looked at me and said that. <laughs> well, hell, yes, I was gonna. I, say, I meant just for you, but. Um, all right, news. Sure. Right, um, off the top, um, pretty messed up and uh, controversial, but you've probably heard by now. Um, the um, what the hell is this loser's name? The, the Astro World thing. Travis Scott. Yeah, is that his name? Oh, this was on my list too. All right, so he threw yeah. this festival called Astro World, and just the turnout far outweighed the fucking the security that they had there. Like people were like breaking through barriers and everything. It was just a shit show to begin with, and it resulted in eight people dying. There's, I feel like there's, it had to have been more. And they're saying, first they were saying like, like 20 people were injured and now they're saying like 150 or something. Mm-hmm. Did you see any videos or anything from it? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a few. So basically if you have ever been to a concert where there's like a standing, not just seats, like a lot of times people will try to like push as close as they can to get to the front now, generally, if you go see, like we go see a lot of bands. I just was saying a couple weeks ago, I went to go see Bowling for Soup and it was like the friendliest crowd. Like that's the general consensus of every concert I've ever gone to. Mm-hmm. There is never really, there's been a couple times where there's been like a mosh pit or something that I get a little too close to, but like people don't normally, you know, if they're pushing you, you, you turn around and say like, well, so I feel like, heck? um, this was Sorry. just people like they just ha- didn't care. 
they just were crowded in and just people like passed out and people were trampled and it, it was it's horrible yeah but the thing about all of this is that people got onto the stage told him to stop he did not stop many other performers i just watched a couple weeks ago i just saw a video of uh alex the singer from all time low there was like a fight that broke out and he stopped singing like he made the whole band stop playing and mm-hmm. he was like somebody get these two people out Avenged of here. Sevenfold was playing um this was years ago but they were playing like uh, one of those german festivals like rock am ring or download festival or something and um they got two songs into their hour set um someone got hurt like right in the pit in the front they st- m shadow stopped the whole thing and said let security or whoever do what they got to do to get this person out of here it took like about 40 minutes for the whole thing to get resolved. And yeah. like they picked up and played their last two songs. Like they d- didn't like, you know, yeah. say like, what the fuck? Like we were supposed to play this long or anything like that. They just waited till the person, you know, and that's like across the board, like with, I've seen for it lack of a better terms, people, like, but I'm just saying genre like, bands like you and I listen to, like not mainstream pop bands, not to sound like, you know, we're not into the mainstream, not saying it like that, but like, I feel like there's always like a common courtesy in pits, like, especially like, that's what I'm saying. Coming like, from like the metal world. Like, I mean, I've been, in a lot of pit, like mosh pits and I've played for a lot of mosh pits yeah. and I've had to stop shows and I've had to be the reason the shows have been stopped. I've been trampled before in a circle pit. I've been crowd killed. I had my fucking right. nose broken. But it, normally <laughs> if you fall, somebody, when Someone we went scooped to go see right the parade yeah. and like you guys were in the pit, whatever, somebody reached out their hand to try to help you back yeah. up. I was in like, a circle pit one time and I legit, I tripped over, like I lost a shoe. And I got legit got trampled, but like it's going so fast that the first person's not going to notice. But then I, it, what felt like an eternity, I finally got scooped up like five people have run <laughs> over me. But still, you know, but it's, there's definitely a mutual respect and like a kind of take care of each other vibe. Yeah. So at least in the ones that I've gone to. I watched a video. I don't know why from this incident where he's standing on the stage so that's the other thing. There's oh, where he's no looking down and like keeps singing. There's no way he didn't know this happened. There's no way he didn't know at least a couple people got hurt. Well, the video that I he's saw, he looking did. Right at a. They said it was a dead pr- person being carried out, but they didn't blur out the face or anything, which leads me to believe that they this person may have just been injured. Yeah, I just but saw like, a TikTok. So. Either way, it's horrible. The whole thing, but. He's looking right at them yeah. and he's saying dead over and over again. So now people are saying this was some kind of satanic ritual and it, was, uh, it happened wanna, on not, purpose. Not, not going that's into like, that, a, no. but that's like a whole, that's a yeah, whole Yeah, with the fucking, the, the Mason, right the Freemasons or whatever. Yeah. yeah with, it's a whole. Believe like, it what you want, but yeah. I saw like actual people not trying to be trolls, like no, posting no, things No, it's a legit it. thing. You're it was right. insane. I just don't want to give but, a fucking, not that our. Not that our platform is huge or anything like that, but you know, I don't even want to humor that. No, I just thing, to bring that up. But I, yeah, it's a horrible thing, and yeah. rest in peace to those people. And and there's even F- like um, Travis Scott. Well, I'm, there's a, a lot more people that are accountable for this than Travis Scott. He's yes, just kind of the focal point but, for the whole thing. But um, you know, there's even like well, I was reading one thing, and I don't know if it's been disproven or well verified in any way, but um. Someone apparently got pricked in the neck with um, some sort of drug. And yeah, there's a lot of accounts of this. Like, they, they, the more and more reports are coming in about it. Yeah. Like there's some sort of um, 
not a hallucinogenic of uh, whatever, like like an opioid, I guess. I forget. Like whatever the fuck heroin Good. is. As if I didn't have enough anxiety about going out into the world. Now I got to think about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go to <laughs> Astro. I have watched Dexter. Tragedies aside, you wouldn't co- catch me dead at fucking Astro World to begin no. with. So. No, uh, so, I wouldn't be there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we kicked off the show on a real positive note. Yeah. <laughs> no, but really, if you're ever in a crowd or whatever and like you see like any kind of dicey situation, just take care of each other. You know, like. Yeah. You go to these shows to have fun and you want to do your thing. You want to participate in the mosh pit. You want to throw down, do whatever, or just fucking lay back. Take care of each other. Yeah. Because there's never enough security people. <laughs> no. And no one's going to be able to help you besides the ones in your immediate yeah. situation. <laughs> so. So what do you have? Well, I'll kind of. Um, you said you didn't have a whole lot. Backpack right? on that. One of the things I do have, I shared an article today with Jessica that. The place, and the only reason I shared it is because, well, at first I saw the picture was from the Bowling for Soup show that we went to. So Atlantic City used to have a couple like small local like music venues. And it the was Grand cool. Fromage. Yeah. What was the other one? Boneyard. Yeah. yeah. They were cool. Like it was just fun to go to. You see local bands, whatever. So many good times. So at the I forget what um, it was like asbury park press or some like major newspaper or whatever but they posted a an article today oh new jersey monthly magazine okay close enough uh saying will the anchor rock club revive atlantic city's music scene there's like a lot of comments and stuff saying that it because i'm not going to read the article if you care to look it up that's the title of it but it just was it's a very like hopeful yeah, I think AC's needed like a good mid-level yeah. um, music venue because like Boneyard was... And it's like right off the boardwalk. It's not like in a sketchy area but, like, or anything. The problem, with, very... the problem with Boneyard nice. and the Fromage was like it, they were entirely reliant on like small local music. Like that was... They, yeah. they wanted that to be their influx of business because they had no foot traffic of any kind. Well, Boneyard did a little more so than the Fromage. But like you had bands like myself at the time, like 21-year-olds... 19 year olds yeah. even expecting people to come out buy a bunch of beers or whatever when like that's not that crowd yeah like you need an actual does. venue so like bore b-o-u-r-e-e is another one that just opened up in ac like around the same time as anchor rock club i think and it's kind of the same size venue they've been doing a lot of cool stuff over there too like with locals also but like locals that actually can get a crowd yeah i've so. seen um not like in Asbury Park, this article compared Atlantic City to Asbury Park, basically said, like, why is there nothing closer to South Jersey? Like, mm-hmm. that um, is like, there's a big music scene in Asbury Park. So they, um, oh my God, where was I going with that? <laughs> Just an entirely That's why different I'm culture. Going in off, Asbury. I'm going That's off my why. script. Well, yeah, obviously. It's but, privately owned independent bars and restaurants. But and... like Asbury has, a, what's that place? The House of Independence. Mm-hmm. They have regular bands and stuff, but they also do like things like Emo Night and the 90s Night. And mm-hmm. um, there's like a couple other, they have like glow parties and stuff like that. This place, see, I follow them on Facebook, but they've incorporated some of that kind of stuff too. They don't have Emo Night there, but I'm... I wouldn't be surprised if they started having it there. They also had like a, a Taylor Swift night. Well, or something emo like night that. in general is becoming more and more popular. Like, yeah. 
I have a bar, one of my accounts up in Woodbridge. Um, it's kind of like a club vibe, but um, they did an emo night a couple times over the summer, and like they did a live band emo night, like a legit emo night Brooklyn. Like what do you mean? Or what like mean? they did their own emo night. They did their own emo night. Because emo night is no, like it's a- like it's a DJ that like normally works there, but he has a band also, and oh, they did okay. a, like a live set emo night. Yeah, and like I saw videos like My Chemical Romance and like all that shit that like you yeah, know, and it was packed like it was absolutely packed and people yeah. were losing their fucking it's a good minds time. yeah it's all like i would have gone I, I wish i lived closer i would have gone there it would have been an awesome time so like, i've been trying to get you to go to emo night we went to years. um uh, i wasn't emo. we went to 90s night yeah. at um house of independence that was, that was yeah it was a lot of fun. <laughs> we got, that was our anniversary weekend right yes <laughs> like four years ago five <laughs> years ago we both got just like wrecked and there's the snapchat of you and me just screaming titanic to each other yeah the, um <laughs> my heart will what, go on yes we're screaming <laughs> it and some random girl like appears like, in between us singing with us oh uh, no i was thinking about the other one like she saw me just like what are these guys doing <laughs> just having a good living time. our best Leave lives alone. miserable bitch enjoy being single speaking of living our best lives and also emo night I was driving home today and I blasted like every band I ever listened to from the ages of well, like no. 13 what to bands? 19. Because you got home and I made spaghetti and that's like your favorite thing ever and you're like all bummed out and everything. <laughs> and then you're like, maybe it was because I was listening to <laughs> Dashboard Confessional and uh, 1997, which used to be like my favorite <laughs> band ever. And I still love them, but because they broke up, like I just get so sad when I listen to them now. Because it was just like, you know, a good time. You needed a good, healthy dose of, dose of podcast. To what lift else your did I listen to? Oh, the Spill Canvas. Oh, God. Talk about, <laughs> yeah, talk about emo. <laughs> uh, uh, um, anyway, that was I just crossed like four things off my list. I got, like combined I got them all. a lot of stuff. All right. Well, let me say one more. There was okay. a, a Queen family sing-along on ABC this week. What do you mean? It's on on demand. We should watch it. Queen fan, know, Queen like, like, like oh. Queen the band. There was like a bunch of celebrities in it. Why did I not hear about this till now? I don't know. I just saw a little picture with Miss Piggy. Oh no, but there was like act like other celebrities in it. Oh well, let's okay. watch it when we're done. With well, this. Okay, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> All right. Um, give it a review next. Speaking week. of singing, uh, so the uh, Wicked movie long in production. I can't believe I didn't put this on my list. Right. That's why you got me. Uh, so the lead Alphaba and uh, what's the other one? What's her name? Galinda. Galinda. That's right. I know that. Have been cast. Uh, so Cynthia Erivo is cast as Alphaba and Ariana Grande, Ariana Large herself, <laughs> has been cast as, um, what was her name? I already forgot. <laughs> Galinda. Galinda. Well, and she turns to Glinda, but. Oh, so she drops the. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first. Uh. Yeah. And, um. Apparently Ariana Grande's like acted on Broadway and stuff before too. I mean, I knew she was like, you know, from Disney yeah. Channel, so, so she can kind of act. But the girl Cynthia Erivo, who's cast as Elphaba, excites me the most. Yeah, she had a lot to do with like, um, I told you when it happened, the Greatest Showman and shit, and she's in that just so that behind the scenes rehearsal video of uh, when Hugh Jackman had the stitches on his nose. Which, if you guys have not seen that before, look that shit up. Yeah, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but that just no, I don't think so. Chills. It's from they're rehearsing from now on from Greatest Showman like all the they're not rehearsing it they're trying to get the movie made. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So Hugh Jackman is sitting there. He just got surgery. He got a um he cancer a, removed. He had a, yeah on his nose, and he was sitting there like there was another kid who was like, um 
like sit again. singing all his parts and Hugh Jackman is just supposed to be there like, oh yeah, this would be me if I was, you know. And then he just says, fuck it. Singing. And, and like halfway through the song, you could just see like, he's like, I, I can't just, I can't just sit by and let this kid sing. So he starts singing with the kid. It is, I'm going to cry right now. Like it That's is so one of good. the most like powerful like things it I, just the energy in that room i just could not it, it really like i'm up to you're to you know to give you credit yeah you're that. welcome yeah well no <laughs> not for just for showing me that but like that statement like yeah you literally feel the energy like coming out whatever yeah. you watch it watch on your phone watch it at home doesn't matter just like you feel all that and a lot of it is because of this woman she literally mm-hmm. s- stands on a chair and she's like Ad-libbing. screaming like and she's projecting over a room of like <laughs> 30 or 40 was. other people saying like full blast and she's just blowing them yeah. all out of the water. So I'm so, psyched. I don't know what else she's done other than that. Like I, I've I looked up her credits. Her she's been around. But uh, she had a, you, you say what you're going to say. I got to find this because she had a, a substantial role in something that we saw. Um, Ariana Grande was a, a surprise to me cast, but. Makes sense. Yeah, it's supposed I, to be ditzy, right? I think. Oh my God, I think she'll actually be really good. Her, she does. She can sing. Like Ariana Grande can sing. I don't love her, but you know, she had one she of the um lead roles in Bad Times at the El Royale. Okay, I didn't see that. Oh, okay, I watched. Okay, I thought yeah. we watched it together. Okay, yeah, I that's where I knew sleep. her. From. Big surprise. Yeah, not um, <laughs> not a huge fan of that movie. She was also in Chaos Walking, which we haven't seen. That was the. Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley movie that just came out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was also in Widows, which is a movie with um, Viola Davis. And a million other credits. She was on American Idol in some capacity. So yeah, she's been around. She was on American Idol. Uh, it just said, yeah, I can't find the actual credit. But, oh, um, interesting. Which American Idol, the TV series, has a 4.1 on IMDb. <laughs> So that's funny. <laughs> anyway. It used to be good. Uh, I don't care. I haven't watched it in literally since David Cook. Okay, so a long time. Yeah, literally. That was what, 2009? <laughs> I guess. All right. So, uh, Want me to keep going? You want to say some stuff? Um, um, BBC reported that at the Heathrow Airport in London, the baggage belt accidentally was filled with Fish crates instead of luggage. Frozen fish. It was just box after box of fish, says the BBC. So were there, uh, were there a bunch of boats in another location that just, just got delivered a bunch of suitcases? It was just giant crates of frozen fish came out instead of people's luggage. They're big blue crates. <laughs> I saw that. I just thought it was funny and interesting. Okay. That's... um. <laughs> that's not my luggage <laughs> <laughs> i and then i too much tuna <laughs> i lo- i clicked on the article and it doesn't say like if they just excuse me my god they got it confused somehow like what happened to the people oh so they luggage. gave no resolution it doesn't say, it didn't say in the article i'm assuming they got their luggage but <laughs> all right um <laughs> yeah i don't know how to follow that <laughs> Um, we got a new trailer for Stranger Things season four. I completely forgot this was still coming. Uh, we got a a trailer. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. 
Like I feel like I, I care less and less per season of Stranger Things. No, the last season was really good. They end up being great. But it's been what, two years since that came out? Yeah. Like I kind of forget. Exactly. I don't forget. No, I forgot. Alexi. I forgot. And the kids are like Always almost in my heart. Well, um, who's the one that originally got stuck in the upside down? Will? Yes. Yeah. So he's like unrecognizable now because these, yeah. these children just keep growing. Yeah. Um, I follow them all on Instagram. I know. But um, Finn Wolfhard still looks like his doofy ass. And um, <laughs> what's the. He's my favorite out of all of them. I don't know why. Um, what's her name? Um, Billy Bob. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. I almost said Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah. No. Um trailer looked pretty good though. Um it's like spring break and I guess Eleven moves to another state or something. So she's excited to come home and see everybody for spring break. Oh. And then, you know, I'm sure the upside down will do its thing. Chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Demogorgon's amok. <laughs> um, Cal Penn wrote a book from the I did see that. Harold and Kumar. Um it's called He was also an associate to the president. <laughs> Well, yes, but <laughs> it's called You Can't Be Serious. Yeah, well, the majority of people Yeah, that, how know fucked him. up is that? They worked that joke into the third Harold, Kum- uh, Harold and Kumar movie, too. They're like, how'd you get past security? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I told him you worked for the White House. It's like, like, like anybody's going to believe that. Which one's the third one? Uh, the Christmas one. The three. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. What's Which the is, second I, so, one? Um, the second one's not good, right? It's like the same thing as the, the third. Uh, so oh, where they the, go to Guantanamo Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I've only seen that one once. But the Christmas one actually is really good. That's one yeah. of our like staples around Christmas time. Ever since it came out, we watch it yeah. every year. I'm a sucker for like R-rated comedies where like friends have to come back together in their old age. Yeah. Like that and um, The Night Before. That Oh, God. So good. I think it's, it's tough getting older. Yeah. We just got to try harder. Good <laughs> um, shit. Good shit. Also... Oh, that was it. Okay. <laughs> he wrote a book. <laughs> Good on you, Cal Penn, if you're listening. Yeah. All right. Um, some sports stuff. So this weekend we had uh, we had UFC 268. Mm-hmm. Awesome fight card. I saw. I d- didn't watch that pay per view because something else was going on, but I saw a lot of the highlights. Incredible shit. Uh, excuse me. There was one like super heavyweight dude, like big, big tubby boy. Um, <laughs> Just like landed a big roundhouse kick to dude's head. It's awesome. I don't even know if that. I don't watch UFC all that often. I'm a boxer. I'm not a fucking MMA person, so I don't know what. A, <laughs> I do like it's a to spinning watch. a spinning back kick. I think that's what it's called. I do like to watch it, but I feel like there's so like there's a fight every single weekend now. Like and, it's always happening. And Frankie Edgar, the dude that um yeah. that we met at short point, he lost. He's getting old. I knew that. Yeah. But um, but the thing we were watching though, he's smaller than I am. He is. It's so weird. I towered over that guy. And like he could like literally saw, destroy remember me. Remember we saw him in the Poconos. Yeah, and I said like, "Is that Frankie Edgar?" And you're like, "No, it's not." And I sent. And a then pic- I kept. I sent a picture over. to Chip, and I'm like, "He's like, oh, that's Frankie." <laughs> I kept like making eye contact with him. I was like, "Okay, I think it is him." We had like really bad cauliflower. But he too, stood so up, yeah. and he was literally like the same size, if not shorter than. No, him. yeah, he's very small. <laughs> tiny man because like he did like the meet and greet for well for those of you guys we did a meet and greet at my company when we launched a certain brand and he was like the sponsor of it we went up and all got to take a picture with him and i'm like like six feet and this is before i had lost some weight so i was like pushing like 280 pounds at the time i was a hefty dude i mean still am but you know not as hefty and this guy's like five two and like 130 140 yeah. pounds or something like that he's like one of my ass cheeks <laughs> but could still just like absolutely annihilate me <laughs> 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, thousand percent. <sighs> right, but um, the reason we didn't watch that uh, because Canelo Alvarez and uh, Caleb Plant fought yes. this weekend for the super middleweight unification fight. Canelo is the That's goat. Too many words, but but yes, I, <laughs> I nailed that. I agree with the last the super middleweight unification belt. So they said, I don't know what all the other belts are, but they said he won all four of those titles in this calendar year. Is that insane? Yeah, he's fought a lot this year. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, I think he had. <laughs> What's happening to my voice? I think he had one going Isn't that into crazy. The, he <laughs> he had one the first one last year around this time. Cause I was um I was staying with my dad at, so, at right, the time. So right in this calendar. Oh calendar, year. yeah 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 so yeah exactly yeah so like when, um, twelve months. Yeah, so he had won the first one. Well, I guess it's calendar um, year would be January. It was like this, so it was that's like weird, but they did say that. But yeah. so still in this twelve months. Yeah. Period. Yeah, the guys won put all in four fucking of those work. Belts. Every single fight that we've that we've watched that you've watched with me has been a title match for him. He's, yeah. he's collecting them all. He's like the fucking Thanos of the super middleweight division. <laughs> What's the wine thing from Schitt's Creek? Herb Kerpertlinger. Herb Kerblinger. Something like that. No, so yeah, he so is the um funny. He is so the first funny. Mexican boxer Redhead. to Well, doubt it, but um he's the first Mexican boxer to be like the unified champion of the super middleweight division. I don't know if it's any division. I doubt it's any division. I'm pretty sure it's the super middleweight division. Because he's heavier than most Mexicans. But um yeah, awesome fight. Caleb Plant did work. I thought he looked pretty good. We um, were watching, and I was like, imagine, just like, imagine getting punched in the face as hard as somebody possibly could punch you and not even moving a muscle. Yeah, it hurts. He got punched <laughs> in the face and just in the last like, fight, stood he like broke, a statue. He, I was he like, broke Billy Joel Saunders' face in the last fight. I know. I remember. <laughs> he broke his fo- He's like, I knew I won. I felt his face break on my fist. Oof. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Mom. This week was the uh, Mom. Ew, I don't call her that. This week was the... What the, the fuck um, do you call her? I don't really call her anything. <laughs> hey, you. I, I say mother a lot. <laughs> um, this week was the series or season premiere of Yellowstone and she was like I thought of you because I was like Brittany would love this because they have brands on them from whatever I need to I really need to oh like brands like and the guy like was proving his loyalty to someone and he cut his thing off his brand off yeah um (laughs) Phil we got back from riding the other day he was like um so what are you doing tomorrow? And this was Saturday and referring to Sundays. So what are you doing tomorrow? So we're having a movie night at my house. I'm like, movie night? Like, you don't watch movies. He's like, well, you know, we're watching TV. He's like, Yellowstone premieres tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, ev- like everybody. So am I the only person show. not watching Yellowstone? Yeah, I like, think we uh, need to get on the, yeah, get like on I said, the train. Well, not finishing Lucifer anytime soon. So <laughs> I also need to start Dexter, which came out this weekend, which I've heard very good things. Yes. Heard very good things. Also, thanks, mom. She added uh, the showtime to her hulu account oh hell yeah so thank you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you i mean i gotta get caught up on that show in general i, I fell off yeah after you didn't even it, get it through lo- season two it lost me no you lost it no i did not know i know exactly where it is oh my god it's just that whole thing at the end of first uh, the, the end of season one was like oh i'm, I'm your long lost brother and we're we're gonna kill people together it's gonna be great that was pretty dumb it's not pretty dumb. He's, 
He's the ice truck killer, first of all. Okay, whatever. Stupid name, first of all. What? First of ice all. Ice truck killer. Okay, whatever. Call yourself the ice cream man. Are, are you done? <laughs> are you done with your fighting? Yeah. Well, okay. the fight the fight never stops. Cardi B met Robert Pattinson. I saw that. <laughs> in a very wholesome video. Yeah. She freaks out. She said, I feel like a teen. <laughs> it was really cute. Isn't she only like 24 or something? I don't know. Um, Do we have a carbon date on Cardi B? <laughs> George Clooney asks the media not to publish any photos of his children. Yeah. The quote that's, that he said was actually um, pretty spot on. Yeah, I'm not going to read it, but that that's been a um, like a, a thing lately with a lot of celebrities and mm-hmm. uh, people like Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Like they've never posted pictures of their kids, and the same thing with like I just said a couple episodes ago, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. They um, like they have said, I chose this life for myself, but my child did not. That's basically what. You know, paraphrasing, that's basically what George Clooney yeah. had said. So I just thought that was kind of nice. Anyway, go ahead. Right. Uh, we got a... I got to pull up an article. I got some Vin Diesel news. Oh, some, that some... was my next one. <laughs> I was going to pull uh, up the, the screenshot the, so I the fast, the, the fast family drama continues. So um, the fast saga is, is going to come to a head very soon. It's been rumored that part 10 will be split into two movies. That's neither here nor there. So... Vin Diesel and The Rock have famously had their falling out. Um, they just can't work together. Yeah, basically, that's what's come down. We've to. talked about it a few times. Uh, quite, uh, quite a few times. On this Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel, yeah, this, this Vin, Vin Diesel, Diesel podcast. themed podcast. <laughs> but uh, so recently, The Rock came out and said, "Like now, like I'm done. I wish them well. I have no part in it. Like I'll keep doing the Hobbs and Shaw movies." Which like for, a couple for, weeks ago, that first happened. one. Fuck yeah, that's why I think this is all manufactured. Yeah, at least to a degree. So Vin Diesel hops on Instagram the other day and it's I'm, very weird. Uh, no, I'm not even going to try. I was <laughs> going to read it in Vin Diesel voice. But he says, my little brother, Dwayne, the time has come. The world awaits the finale of fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as uncle Dwayne in my house. There's not a holiday that goes by that they and you do not send well wishes, but the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told <laughs> you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo, meaning Paul Walker. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast in the finale. That is Pablo? 10. Yeah. <laughs> and the best in the, the... Come on, Vin. Come on. Vin. Bubby. Uh, I say <laughs> this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. <laughs> no pun intended. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can be played by no other. I hope you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. Um, okay, Darth Vader, first of all. <laughs> um, cringy. I think it's a little weird. It's a little desperate. Like, can you pick up the phone and call him? But I think him making it public is kind of his way of being like, if he doesn't come back, I tried. Yeah, that's true, I guess. So he's covering his ass. Yeah. But the fact that he's been this public about it and The Rock has been as public because The Rock isn't very like super public about anything. Well, I mean, he is, but like shit talk wise, which is ironic yeah. considering he comes from wrestling. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I feel like this whole thing is just kind of a. I think it's a game. Yeah, something's not right about it. But there better be some big payoff for it because what was the point? Like there was no like, like if if Vin Diesel had like killed Hobbs in the, one of the Fast movies and his fate was left unknown, and then they had a falling out, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not coming back." 
But then they, they surprise us two movies down the line. Oh, he comes back. He's alive or some shit. Like, yeah. that would make sense. But there's no, like, narrative surprise. So maybe it's not. I don't know. Either way, the thing was kind of weird. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I kind of just can't wait for these movies to be over. Like, after Fast 9, I'm just like, I'm out of, I'm out of gas. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Need an oil change. I'm sluggish. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Vin Diesel themed podcast. You body shamed him. You um, did this. I didn't have body shame him. There's photo evidence. One of one of the only times you posted on the Instagram. Right. Yes, the dude has a weird <laughs> belly button. Sorry. Um, Delayed episode? Nah, I'm going to post his fucking belly button. <laughs> Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are still doing their thing, apparently. They dined at his favorite restaurant. McDonald's. It has been reported the two snuck in through the restaurant's back door and dined on the rooftop. Staff members were not allowed upstairs while the two celebrities enjoyed their date, and only the restaurant's owner was allowed up with them. Weird. Where was the restaurant? Campania. Hmm. Some place in New York. Um, according to sources from TMZ, Davidson also called ahead to Zero Bond, which is a club they went to after. With his credit card information so that neither Kardashian or any of her friends who were tagging along would be paying during their night out. I'm sorry. If I'm with Kim Kardashian, that bitch is paying. She's paying for everything. She's still married to Kanye West. It's true. Kim. Step back. I mean, pay, or pay for your. If I'm her, I'm gonna save myself some some more money. Let that fucking idiot what? buy me she some shit. Need? Oh my god. The rich just get richer. We're just gonna hope that they're um, not a thing. Uh, she's gonna eat that boy alive and spit him out just like all of the rest. I know. It's horrible. Uh, New Jersey bans plastic straws. Who gives a shit? It's a thing that's been in the works for like years now. That people plastic just, bags are next. Which people, that one is a mild no, inconvenience to so, me. Plastic bags have also, they've all been talking about it for years. Well, but like it goes into but when effect it happens, next year. When it happens, people are going to freak out and act like they never heard about it before, yeah. which is what's happening with the straw thing. Yeah. People just have selective memory. Stressed. I tell people shit at work all the time. Like, hey, 30 packs are going to be 150 cases next month. Like, oh, okay. Don't worry about it. And then next month comes along. You never fucking told me. <laughs> all right. I have like five things left. All right. So I'll rattle off some shit. Um, Limp Biscuit still sucks. <laughs> so that's the name of the album. Oh. But it also does suck. I thought it was called Dad Vibes. No, so the single was Dad Vibes. And oh. I thought when they announced it that the album was also going to be Dad Vibes. But no, it's all, it's called Limp Bizkit Still Sucks. It was, so we uh, listened to it together. It was interesting. Yeah, there's... Uh, well, Dad Vibes is kind of catchy, I guess. We had heard that yeah. already. And then There the, was one or two songs I was like... Tapping my foot. Too. There was a slow like, acoustic song on there yeah, that I thought I was kind that. of the best one. I kind of liked that too. The the opening track on "Out of Style" was a little catchy, but then other than that, it's um. I like already forgot that that happened. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, and we listened to the whole thing like front to back, which is but rare. it's also very Limp Biscuit, but it feels like it's old Limp Biscuit. Like yeah, it they've felt- forgotten how to be Limp Biscuit, so they're trying to impersonate Limp Biscuit. That's yeah, a good description. Yeah, like they're they're old Peter Pan. He he's gone back to Neverland. He's he's with the Lost Boys. He's trying to learn his way to be Peter Pan again. <laughs> he's try, Fred is trying to learn how to durst. Uh, but yes, yeah, so the, the album's out now. So um, 
You be the judge. All right, uh, next. Hold on. <laughs> the lock on my chair has just given out. <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> Shane almost just died. What just happened? The lock, like, because I have, like, the lum- the lumbar lock. Is that what that's called on these things? On the- I guess, yeah. Yeah, just, like, popped, back. It, popped itself out. We've been having some paranormal activity going on around here lately. Yeah. What happened the other day? Oh, I okay. So we're getting some work done to the house, whatever. So we've had to put Kylo away. Were, were you just about to get up? No. So what was the dramatic move? Well, I leaned for? back to get away from my, the microphone. I was turning around and grab my beer, which is over on the desk here to my right, as you can see. And then oh. it popped out. Just did like that. Well, you said hold on. Like as if you, and I thought you were getting up. Anyway, we've been having some work done to the house and people have been coming in when we're not home and we've had to put Kylo away. So I currently have a stack of books. Just one. Only one. There are not multiple stacks of books in this house. There's only one in the living room right now. (laughs) Um, But Salem's Lot is like in the middle of it. And I know, because this should have been my GS a couple weeks ago. My mom brought me a copy of Dracula, another copy of Dracula, after we just talked about how I have a bunch. Remember the Olive Garden thing? It's from 1937. The Olive Garden breadsticks like, thing. Cool that's that? that's becoming the Dracula books. Yes, but they're so good. <laughs> uh, they're so cool. I mean, it's- No, that one is really cool. It's like you can pick it up and you can just tell it's old. For the weather, uh, the weather, the leather anniversary, I was trying to find you like the oldest copy of Dracula that I could afford, like leather bound though, but like- I didn't realize leather bound books have very little leather in them. I wanted like a legit like leather, like a red leather fucking thing. Yeah. I couldn't find it. You got me Jurassic Park. I know. And that it was a solid gift, I thought. Yeah, I cried. I, yeah, I was there. <laughs> um, Continue. So I came home and I called you to see if anybody had come to the house before... Because it was like a very short window of time when you left for work and I got home from work. Mm-hmm. Because Salem's Lot was in the middle of the pile of books. It was on the floor next to the pile. And there was also a pamphlet from when we went to see Tommy Emanuel laying on the floor. Which led me to believe it's, it's either my dad trying <laughs> to say something. Or it was the guys that were working on the house. They never, they didn't come that day. Oh. So, hey, Dad. <laughs> hey. Yeah, but I it was wasn't thinking, but, Kylo because he was put away in another. But room. Well, no, Cole was messing with those books a couple days prior, so it might have just fallen over. It was on the floor. Well, yeah, it wasn't in gonna front be on... of everything, it was like in the middle of the living room. It wasn't like it fell right in front of the thing. I should have taken a picture of it. You should have. It was like over by the carpet. By the carpet? Yeah, it was like in the middle of the living room. It was very strange. All right, well, you didn't say it was in the middle of the room. You said it had just fallen down. It was, okay, let's say there's 10 books lined up on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Salem's Lot is number five. How did one book in the middle come out without huh. the rest of them falling over? Was the book open on the ground or was it just there? It was just laying there. Hmm. I was going to say, if, you should have read what page it was open to if it was falling I d- absolutely so. would not have done that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Because it's about vampires and Does, Has the book bled at all yet? No. 
Anyway, let's get back on. But track. I was gonna say though, like if I was like one of those people that goes into people's houses when like they're at work and I gotta like fix their AC or something like that, I would totally do something like that to make them think their house is haunted. I don't know, but the other day, like I would just like had... I would breathe onto like their bathroom mirror and write like "Help me" backwards. So, so when they take a shower, it fucking fucks up. Oh, anybody's... like the one time. So oh, no, hold on. We have um we have an Apple TV, right? And, oh um, my god! I can control the remote and like the search bar from my phone. So she's out in the living room watching TV one day on the Apple TV, and I'm in the bathroom, and I bring down the keyboard <laughs> and I just start typing "Help me," fucking <laughs> thing. So it pops up what she's watching. She's like, "Babe, what are you doing?" I'm, like, I'm not doing what you're talking about. Oh my god! Yeah, that was a little bit scary. That was a good one. Um, side note to a side note, we're getting very. It's alright. I don't. Have, I don't have a whole hell of a lot. Left. Um, if anybody has ever had this experience, just uh, reach out. But how awkward is it when somebody's working on your house when you're home? Like, yes, I feel like I should be here because there's strange people. Not strange. There's strangers in my home. But like, also, this guy was like going in and out of the house, and I was just sitting on the couch reading, trying not Make to sure fall asleep. Making sure it doesn't asleep. steal your shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was here the other day when they came. Anyway, Leonardo DiCaprio is in talks to play Jim Jones in the MGM film, upcoming film, called Jim Jones, about the 1970s cult leader who orchestrated the Jonestown Massacre. Wrong Jim Jones. How cool is that? Um, Pretty cool. Very exciting. Honestly, Leonardo DiCaprio himself might be the leader of a cult. Uh, Probably. For sure, Jared Leto is. Uh, no, like he actually is. They have an yeah, island. Yeah, I know. It's kind of <laughs> sick. Um, um, that came from Fandango, in case you were wondering. Okay. Um, oh, boy. <sighs> All right, so we talked about the Alec Baldwin thing the past couple of weeks, and um, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but um, so like Alec Baldwin himself finally like was forced to speak, unfortunately. So him and his wife and children were driving in their car in Vermont, and... I didn't write down the name, but it was paparazzi scumbags. Yeah. They were just following them and following them and following them until eventually, like, Alec Baldwin and his wife pulled the car over and, to their credit, were, like, very composed. Like, at least his wife was pissed. Like, she was very, very pissed and was videotaping the whole thing. But Alec Baldwin was, like, being as respectful as he could and answered whatever questions he could. So, like, they asked him about the investigation, obviously. And he's like, the police have told me a million times, like, I, I can't comment on an ongoing investigation like so that's all i'm going to say about that but um he kind of went off is like look like um this is a terrible tragedy like and blah 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 and you can see he's like just physically just drained and just broken yeah, and um the people asking him the questions the, the paparazzi they said something in regards to the victim uh, helena hudgens uh, hudgens is that... yeah helena hudgens and they didn't call her by name. It's like, so um, I meant to ask about, uh, oh, I forget her name. The reporter forgot the victim's name. And then the wife like lost it. She's like, her name is fucking Helena. And then oh Alec is like, yeah, like, it's like, she was my friend. Like before all this happened, like the night we landed on set, uh, landed to go shoot. I took her and the director out to dinner. Like they were my friends. And he's like, and now like you guys have, have us on the side. Like, he's answering the questions and everything. And he does at the end. He's like, Listen, guys, I'm asking you respectfully. Please just don't bother me. Like, my, my children are up in that car right there crying their eyes out because you guys have been following us all day. Like, 
please just leave us alone. That's sad. Yeah. Like, and I just, and like, take the whole thing for what you will, but like, you know, paparazzi have always been, always been shitty. I yeah. didn't think it was as prevalent today as apparently it is, but like, yeah. So I just felt that uh, was worth, uh, um, you need to watch that Britney Spears documentary. The That and the Britney Murphy one came out too. Oh yeah. We need to watch that too. Mm-hmm. A lot of Britney stuff going on lately. Yeah, I am. And then also, um, well, yeah, I am. <laughs> and then to cap that off, the movie Rust is just cursed apparently because a crew member who was breaking down the set because of also Alec Baldwin comments that he doubts that the movie is going to pick up production again. So I was going to say they're. But they yeah. were breaking down the set, and um, a crew member got bit by a poisonous spider and is unlikely to survive. Oh my god! Or is going to lose a limb or something like that. Yeah. So there's that. Oh my god. So hopefully um that person does better. It's like a, I think it was just a it's like a camera operator or something. He got bit by a ground uh, brown lec- I can never say this right. Brown recluse. Brown recluse. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, ugly stuff. That really scares me. And then to cap that off still related to the gun thing involved with rust and to tie it in with Vin Diesel. The Rock. Yeah. Oh, you had this on your list too. No, I just oh. I figured so the, that's what um, you were gonna say. The Rock came out and said, "I will no longer participate in any film, nor will my production company." Yeah, he vowed to never yeah, use not real using guns real on guns set. on set, which they shouldn't. Right. So like after you- Brandon Lee happened a million years ago, like airsoft guns look real enough now. Like you have plus, even you could just design a realistic looking prop specifically for movies. Like, it doesn't have to be an airsoft gun or a paintball gun or something like that. Like, you could just build an actual prop right, right. and recycle them for different movies. Podcast on the move. Let's try to plot his course. Okay. Hanging out with Sam. <laughs> um, the Foo Fighters announced a new horror comedy movie. Yes. Studio 666. Yes. I had that on here. Comes also, out in February. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm, um, they released a poster to it and it's just like the band and I think a guy with a chainsaw or some shit, but I don't know. Foo Fighters are awesome. So I mean, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> um, I have a little book section. Um, I may have brought this up uh, last week or the week before, but speaking of Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl wrote a book called the storyteller. Okay. And then also... Should have called it The Pretender. The Shit's Creek book. It's called Best Wishes, Warmest Regards. Um, it's basically just like Dan and Eugene Levy talking about the making of Shit's Creek and stuff. Nice. Came out. Yeah. Very nice. Little book corner. Book <laughs> nook. <laughs> Britney's book club. <laughs> uh, um, um, we- in case you want to know what I'm reading. I'm still trying to get through Billy Summers. Billy Summers by Stephen King. I started it and I've read like four other books in between, but I actually sat down for when the guy was doing the gas line to the house. I, we're switching to gas in case anybody was wondering mm-hmm. what work we're getting done to the house. Um, I sat down and actually had to read because I couldn't get down the hallway to do anything else. Oh, you were forced to read. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was kind of nice because I always say I want to. I never really have time. So like I had to sit down and read it. So it's getting better. Yes. Just, you know, Stephen King's weird to me. I mean, he's weird to everybody. (laughs) 
Remember um, in Mr. Deeds, like um, he's talking about how like there isn't a lot of stuff that happens in their small town. He's like, I remember one time Stephen King came through here. My buddy Greg pumped his gas. He looked him directly in the eyes, and that night he lost fifty pounds. <laughs> That's a um. He has a book. What is it called? The Thinner or something, or Thinning. Oh, so that is that like a? Or you, if somebody, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I thought that was just like a random. Well, I I think that book came out recently though, so maybe not. Maybe he made a book based on the Adam Sandler joke. I don't know. Uh, either way. All right. Um I just have like one more news thing and then some music news. So I'll just read oh no, two more news things. Okay. So um a couple weeks ago there was a controversy. Controversy. Yes. About about i don't know why i said that um over la people thought there was a jetpack man flying over los angeles i said los angeles twice the fbi launched according to bbc the fbi launched an investigation after several pirate pilots reported seeing a guy in a jetpack at three thousand feet above city's lax airport last year but now three thousand feet now officials say the pilots may have seen inflatables police helicopter <laughs> footage apparently shows a halloween decoration that blow broke loose and drifted in the sky <laughs> it's literally a giant jack skellington balloon <laughs> but it looks like a person it's a little okay. scary all right so yeah there's that um, and my last news is uh, I got a little Prince Harry and Meghan Markle news. So you say something while I pull up the screenshot. All right. Well, we haven't gotten around to watching uh, Squid Game yet, which is uh, taking the world by storm. But uh, the um, writer or the creator, whoever, has come out and said that, um, yeah, season two is coming. Yes, I saw that. And we are getting uh, two Squid Games. Squid Squared. Squid Squid Game Game. Um, Two squids, one game. (laughs) According to People Magazine, I'm trying to include my sources. um, Prince Harry is speaking out against misinformation in the media and blasting the word Megxit as a misogynistic term that was created by a troll. This Hmm. is Prince Harry. But this part is sad. He said, I lost my mother to this self-manufactured rabidness, and obviously I'm determined not to lose the mother to my children to the same thing. He said, tap the link in our bio, blah, blah, blah. Um, Basically, they're just trying to be regular people. It's never going to happen. No, but like, Unfortunately. It's sad because he's not wrong in that aspect. Like, If you watch or listen to anything, like, I think Princess Diana was killed. You and a lot of other people, yeah. yeah. And uh, we gotta go see the movie Spencer. Yes. Also. Oh, the trailer looks so good. Yeah, it looks pretty good. All right. Um, I have uh, I have some movie delays. Hot off the press today. Um, Transformers Beast Wars has been delayed. Uh, hold on, I got the pick. I got the pick. I got the pick. I thought I had the pick. Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> Transformers: Rise of the Beast has been moved to the summer of 2023. Which was originally slated for June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, so over a year. Oh, yeah. 
And then another one from the Marvel world. So Ms. Marvel was set to premiere this year on Disney Plus. So yeah. there's like a month and a half left. We had no release date, no trailer, no nothing. It's been moved from 2021 to November 2022. Oh, talk so about again, behind a whole talk year. about behind schedule. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but um, I will bring up this list. So talking about Disney Plus, um. They announced the other day that, uh, to, at least to start, 13 MCU movies on Disney Plus are going to be, con- or at least not converted, but available in IMAX format. So the additional picture on your screen, like if, if it was okay. shot in IMAX, you're going to get that aspect ratio. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The films are Iron Man 1, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 1 and 2, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Infinity War, Endgame, Black Widow and Shang Chi, which also premieres on Disney Plus this week. Okay. And I didn't even write that Disney Plus Day is this Friday, and I'm not going to be able to watch it. That was a uh, the new term for the Disney Investors Day that they had last year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and off on Friday. There's a lot of stuff. Since coming. you watched uh, Fandom, maybe I'll watch that. Yeah, you're probably gonna have a better time than I did. <laughs> um, they're probably gonna drop a Kenobi trailer, I think. Oof. I'll be, I'll be fucking pissed if I can't watch that when it happens. <laughs> I'll I'll text you live updates the whole time. All right. Yeah, you're going to be my guy on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, oh, okay, you go. I was going to say something about Disney Plus. I don't know. Okay. You said something that reminded me of something else, and then I forgot. Um. <laughs> Most of my final stuff is all like Marvel and Disney related. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy three begins production. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Um, we got a Spider Man No Way Home poster. Yep. We got a poster. Yes. Interesting we did. shit on it. So Green Goblin there, just full frontal Green Goblin, just chilling. Um, we got that. We got some uh, yellow electro lightning. So. He's not blue lightning anymore, like from the other movies. So that's interesting. Uh, we got a sandstorm in the back. So Sandman and apparently Thomas Hayden Church is apparently returning. Uh, it's and to that, I I, I wasn't really going to go into this. So, but I I brought John Campia up a couple times on this podcast. So the other night on Twitter, he um for those of you who don't John Campia has a YouTube channel that I watch and it's just like a a movie news site. It's like take Sports Center but movies. That's his show. Um, stop looking at the time. We're fine. <laughs> okay. Keep talking. Someone sent him <laughs> some pictures from No Way Home that were allegedly fake. And John supposedly looked at these and said, oh, yeah, these have to be photoshopped. And then released them on his Twitter and then put his phone down. And that was it. And like he explained like why he thought they were photoshopped. He's like, look, at the lighting here, blah, blah, blah. In which I looked at the pictures I don't see what he's talking about. Um, within a couple minutes, he had 12,000 retweets. Um, the pictures went full viral in five minutes, and then he deleted them. Um, but he did watermark them with his show's logo because he thought, like, if, like, you know, the conversation, like, catches on, like, he wants it to come back to him and be like, you know, this came from the John Campia show. Someone from the studio that he knows reached out to him and said, hey, you got to take these down. They might be real. <laughs> So, so he's a scumbag. When he sure. thought, no, no, it he, doesn't he matter. He thought they were, he thought it they were, he's, been, but he's done this before. 
It doesn't matter. He's because he's trying enough. to he's trying to stop the spread of disinformation. So he's saying like, look so for these. Stop thi- the spread of disinformation after Let the movie me, comes finish. out. Kind of finish. No, because I now I don't like him even more than. Oh my I did god. Already. He was, I, he he said something. At the, oh, he was just talking about the show today. How much he loves Boardwalk Empire. You guys are fine. <laughs> yeah, but what what did he say the other day too that you were like that you said um you were like. If you didn't like him enough, or if you didn't dislike him enough already, he was pronounced. Oh no, yeah, Alfaba, not Alfaba. Yeah, Alfaba. <laughs> no, um, he came out, gave like a huge lengthy apology, but um, I won't say the context of the pictures. But I don't want to know. For me, it it, it it looks very real. It uh, um, the example that he gave about the lighting, it didn't hold up. It was a very small, minute thing where it could have just been a touch up for a trailer or something like that. And I think that's where these stills came from. Um, but there, if you want to find them that much, they're out there now. He took, he deleted them after five minutes, but it got spread. So if, if you looked up right. Spider-Man, no way home leak, John Campier or something like that, to that effect, it's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. Go look it up if you want to know that much. But I mean, I think you can figure out exactly what it is. Um, yeah. Unless you don't want to know or don't want to be spoiled. By there was one thing that I w- Okay. The second picture. On. The second picture. I was very skeptical about, but I, if it if it is legit, all right, we're moving. I'm very on. happy about it. That's all I'm gonna say. But um, uh, what else? What else? What else was? Um, Chloe Zhao is apparently in final talks to direct the Star Wars movie. Okay. Which after we saw the Eternals, which we're not gonna spend too much time on because um somebody is watching the clock like they want to get out of this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh no uh. Close out and directing the Star Wars movie sounds like an awesome idea. Yeah. Um. So I've said, I think at least once on this podcast that I thought the most dangerous game lends itself very well for a modern reboot. Yeah. Um. Well, they did do a modern, not reboot. the Quibi version. <laughs> um. So Just apparently, nobody saw it. There is a modern remake by the name of Apex, starring Bruce Willis. Okay. Um. Heroic Hollywood posted the other day. is like, oh, here's the first clip from, or no, discussing film, not Heroic Hollywood. Uh, here's the first clip from Apex. And I watched it and it was one of the fucking worst things I've ever watched. It was like a fight scene, but it was put together like, um, you know, the sci-fi mo- original movies, like sci-fi yeah. channel, like yes. cutting back and forth constantly. And just like someone, like the punches are very pulled and it's like, it was it was very bad. Bruce Willis is on hard times. Um. So yeah, just if you want to see that, it's interesting. It's on the internet. A couple more things. Uh, Rogue Squadron, the Star Wars movie that Patty Jenkins was supposed to be directing, has also been delayed indefinitely. Why? They're saying of uh, scheduling conflicts. Oh, interesting. Which um. Over a year after you announced the movie, you just realize now that you have scheduling conflicts, right. which is a little strange. Well, is she going to be... Um... She's directing Wonder Woman 3. Yeah, that's what I was So my say. theory is, because at the time, Warner Brothers had just announced that they were going to be dumping Wonder, Wonder Woman 84 day and date on HBO Max, which pissed off Patty Jenkins. So yeah. I think Patty Jenkins was just like, fuck you. I'm going over to Disney and I'm going to make movies for them. Right. So she signed on to do that. And I think some politics probably happened where they threw a bunch of money. Patty Jenkins and Warner Brothers was like, nah, babe, come back. <laughs> you got to come back. You got to make the Wonder Woman movie, Patty. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> come back. Come back. 
Uh, ro- Rose, bitch. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then last thing. Um, saw the, the apparently there was another trailer, but I didn't see it. Um, being the Ricardos. With Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. Like, I love Lucy. Yeah. So, Nicole Kidman is Lucille Ball. Javier Bardem is Ricky Ricardo, whatever his real name is. Is Ricky Ricardo his real name or is that the name of the show? What? Is his character on I Love Lucy's name? Oh, I didn't understand. I thought you were asking if that was the name of the show. I was like, the show's called I Love Lucy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, um, trailer looks fantastic. I haven't seen it. I'll watch it when we're done here. Uh, they did some prosthetics on Nicole Kidman. She looks pretty close to you know Lucille Ball, but it's like um. I just opened up IMDb and it was the first thing that came up. There you go. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna go into like the Desi um, Arnaz. The uh, the intrigue of their like apparently they were like accused of being communists and That's shit, his name. which I wasn't aware of. So, yeah, looks like a good movie. This is gonna be on Amazon Prime. Okay. But um, that is all my news. All right, I just have some music news. Okay. Okay. Um, Simple Plan had a new um single called "The Antidote." Came out maybe last week. I just forgot to say it. Any good? And um, yeah, it's good. Okay. <laughs> and Jason Moran. Oh, and Avril Lavigne is making a comeback. She signed with a new li- uh, Travis Barker's label. Yeah. 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 Amazing. He's gonna Tremendous. fucking drum on every single person's songs. <laughs> And uh, Jason Mraz re- just re-released the 20th anniversary edition of his live and acoustic uh, album from 2001, which is a very, very good album if you're uh, into that thing. Uh, live acoustic albums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz, yeah. <laughs> this is the album for you, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, so we got a double-double feature feature to talk about. <laughs> yeah, bam, 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 bam. So, a couple, la- this week, I almost said a couple weeks ago, obviously it was this week, we tried out a new movie theater. We did, and it might be our new uh, home theater. Yeah, it was really nice. Tilton Square Theater. I haven't been there since I was like a kid, I think, and they redid the whole thing, and they now have IMAX, mm-hmm. so... We went to go see the Eternals in IMAX, and it was tremendous. It was slapping. pretty dope. It was slapping. Slapping, yeah, absolutely slapping. Okay, we're not going to do spoilers for either no. one of these movies we talked no. about because they're both still very fairly early. New. Yeah, yeah. Um, like we said in the last episode, Eternals is still the lowest rated critically uh, MCU movie of all time. I think last I checked, it's still at a forty-three or fifty-three, forty-three, something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think it was so. 53. Hadn't dipped in the hard for me. It's really hard for me to believe that. I understand it. I, I, I understand it. So like I said to you a couple of days before, like I've been reading a lot of articles, not a lot, but a couple of articles comparing it to like Zack Snyder's take on like the DC stuff. And, yeah, I didn't see that at all. Um, the way it like gives, no, well, we're not talking spoilers. Um, having existential questions and issues and um, moral dilemmas with superheroes apparently doesn't resonate well with people. Well, so in also, civil war, they kind of did that, but not to the degree that this movie does, nor like say like, you know, a man of steel or a Batman versus yeah, Superman. Cause did. these are like celestial beings uh, yeah, and not just normal people like Steve Rogers. And whatever. exactly. And Chloe Zhao has like directly said like, you know, like 
Man of Steel was an influence on this. Yeah. I think you can see it, like the way they handle Icarus and everything. Yeah, you and, can see some yeah. of the stuff is uh, it looks similar. Mm-hmm. Like, and also we talked about after we left the movie theater. Like, I think Richard Madden. Richard Madden is that his name? Yeah, he could be a good Superman. I feel. Uh, I think he's so. He's got the look. Yeah, he can be a good young Superman, even though he's probably he just has like a boyish look to him. He doesn't have like when I think Superman, I think like a, a middle aged dude. He doesn't strike me as that. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking of, but he, he 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 could do it. I think he could do it. I think he could do it. He bulked up a little bit. He could probably do it. Not that we're... Ooh, excuse me. Not that we're in the market for another Superman or anything, but... He talked today. We he released... A, he did an interview with Hollywood Reporter. He said the um, there's still a lot of story for me left to tell about Superman and the cape is still in my closet. So, Henry Cavill, okay. please... You are only hope. <laughs> um, um, yeah, Eternals. I really did enjoy it. Like, I gave it like a good couple days of thinking because there is a lot. Yeah, I really it. liked it. Um, everyone's saying how dense it is, and it's not that dense. It's a lot of um, it's a big story. I mean, it spans there's, okay, seven thousand so years. This is the thing about it. There's ten main characters. Yes, and they tell each one of their stories. Yes. So that's the only dense thing about it i feel is that because everything else like is pretty well explained like you don't need to read a comic book or you don't need to see another movie to prepare you for that like there's so i bought the um we were together we were at jay and sound bob secret stash i bought neil gaiman's the eternals and that was like a later take on the eternals and i thought about reading it to kind of prep myself before going to see the movie and then i just decided not to because i was like i don't want to go in with any expectations because I'm going in cold to these characters. I know nothing about them. I know a tiny yeah. bit about the Celestials. That's it. And I think that kind of worked in my favor because hearing the negative backlash from some people, it's all be- they're judging on what they think it should be to the comic lore. Right. Which is a little hypocritical because all of the MCU isn't faithful to the comic lore. Like it takes bits yeah. and pieces from it, but it does its own thing. So it's kind of a shame because this is a really well made movie like well acted yeah, it looks fucking beautiful the acting is great the fight scenes are great the, it's some of the best action in yeah. the mcu in the general the score is great uh-huh the sound design the, the the costume design everything and just like it's scope like the it, it, kevin foggy said like this is the grandest movie we've ever done and he's right like, it spans seven thousand years like they're fighting at the at babylon and the fucking and the spanish inquisition and then modern modern day london and yeah. the, my biggest thing that i was excited for was seeing the celestials because like in the trailers like it just looked like whoa that that, that thing's big <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the scale is like it's insane insane because i have I have a weak spot for that like when we go to see the the godzilla movies um at least the first one like i, I thought nailed the scale of it and that was like a huge you know pro of the movie for me that was yeah. a problem i had with godzilla versus kong they didn't really deal with that well yeah but um, I like shit like that. And the Celestials are just like... <laughs> I mean, there's definitely some issues with the movie. Yeah. The, um, the Deviants are kind of just whatever. Um, There's some... You know, we're not going into spoilers, but... Definitely encourage you guys to go out and watch it. Yeah. If you're... If you're an MCU fan... I feel like also... I said, and again... Well, not again... We normally start with trailers, but neither one of us brought anything to write. So 
it was all trailers we've seen oh, there was f- it was cool to see the morbius trailer on the big screen like that, yes because we saw it in imax but what was the one um was it bitcoin was it a bitcoin th- the one oh. with matt damon yeah there was a um there was a facebook commercial and then there was also a commercial for not Bitcoin, but just cryptocurrency. Yeah, crypto. General. It was crypto. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. I thought it was going to be a commercial for like astronauts or something because. I thought it was like a, a movie theater commercial, like something for that yeah, movie theater. Yeah, I, I made. actually thought maybe it was going to be an IMAX, which there was like a, an IMAX commercial, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. That was very cool. Yes. It went, th- it's almost like, did you ever go on the ride Soarin' in Disney mm-hmm. in Epcot? You're basically in like a hang glider thing. You're like lifted up so your legs are dangling. Maybe at one point. And it brings you over like the Eiffel Tower and like a mountain and all this other stuff. It's very, very cool. You know what I think I did? That's what it reminded me of because it brought you like through. Now, it's not the same because obviously your chair is not moving and like you can't smell the orange grove. That would be 4DX. But like that. Well, that's what that is. But um, this like it went. It went like through the rainforest and you heard like the rain, pa- but you heard everything like go behind yeah. you. It was very cool. And like that, like- so I think part of, I'm no. sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go back. I thought you were done. I think part of the reason I liked this movie so much, cause we got out and I was like, I loved it. Blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't say it was my favorite Marvel movie, but it's not my least favorite. I it's- really enjoyed it. It might and be top I 10 for me. I think part of the reason that I liked it so much was because like, it just felt like a comic book movie. And a lot of people are saying that it didn't, but I just felt like that's how I felt. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but also the energy in the movie theater before the movie started. I haven't felt that in a long time. We didn't have a big crowd either. It was just like COVID. No, there was a decent amount of people there, but it just felt like you were going to see a fucking Marvel movie. Like the last time, the last couple of times we went to the movie, were kind of just like, meh. Not Marvel movies, but just it's movies our movie in theater, general. I'm telling you. No, just any movie. But this was like, like the people, the two guys behind us were like getting all excited and like talking Wouldn't about the shut trailers. up the whole well, damn time. Yes, but I'm sorry, they were they weren't the worst, but they just had the need to don't narrate out loud when you're watching a movie, please. <laughs> Especially in a, like an IMAX one. Like if you're going to an IMAX, you know, like people are there to actually like they're. They're probably more likely to be a cinephile than a regular fucking theater. So just shut up. <laughs> Crack the window. Leave the kid in the car with the iPad. They'll be fine. Oh, my God. I <laughs> asked, I didn't think they were that bad. And they, I hate when people talk. I, I was like, I was super invested in. And they're like, oh, no, that's gonna, they're going to do that. They're going to do that. Oh, oh, my God. That's from that thing. But um, guys, guys. Also, a woman-directed movie with a... I would say she's like one of the main characters. Uh, it's Cersei's movie. Yeah. A woman yeah. directed movie with an Asian lead, an Asian woman lead. Just mm-hmm. thought that was pretty cool. There's a lot of diversity. There's first, um, first gay kiss yeah. for a Marvel movie. Yeah. Not, not a spoiler. I don't think. No, you have said it already. So. No, I said there was, the Oh episode. yeah. First sex scene too. Oh Yeah. Which was that was the first thing they said. They're like, oh, in a Marvel movie, and it's just like it Richard like, Madden and the girl laying on top of each other, smooching on a beach, and that's it. It. Uh, I don't oh, know. I wouldn't. I've I w- seen more shit. Okay, so there was a 
there was a scene from I, don't, I haven't watched Sons of Anarchy, but I've seen a bit of it. It's like one of the tail end of like the, the series or whatever. And what's his name? Charlie Hunnam or whatever. It's yeah. like the opening scene okay, of one of the episodes. This I'm is on. Stop you right here. This nobody's, is on TV. Nobody's taking their children to see Sons of Anarchy. Okay, no one asked you to bring your fucking kids to go see Eternal either. To go see a Marvel <laughs> movie. But I'm okay. The, all right. You make a fair point. Yeah, I know. You make a fair it point. It really wasn't that like. It's not bad. No, not at all. But people took their kids to see Titanic. True. Yeah, I got taken out of school early in the second grade. To boobs go see all Titanic. over the place. Just well, there's only two boobs, both from the same person. <laughs> anyway, um, you could watch Thanos get his head cut off in the beginning of Endgame. We can't have two people with the shirts off. Hopping. I'm not arguing. No, with no you. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> calm down. I'm not fucking calm. <laughs> um, but no, um, really, it was like right in the beginning of the movie though, which I yeah. wasn't expecting. Like yeah. right in the beginning. Yeah. Also. The character's name is Cersei. It's spelled differently, but it doesn't matter. So and Icarus and what's that guy's <laughs> um, name? Dane. Um, Dane. Whatever. Uh, fucking. No, I just need his first name. Um, <laughs> they both say Cersei like multiple times. I'm like, how weird is this? Because they both all, say, "I love you, Cersei." Yeah, they're both it's from Game of weird. Thrones. Like it just was a little weird. And then um, the the score, a lot of it was done by the guy who did Game of Thrones, also. Yes. Like a little Game of Thrones reunion. And I want to look into it. I think the visual effects supervisor might have been the same guy because the opening credits, or well, the end credits looked very Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, you know what? You're right. They did. Um, so I want to look into that. But on the whole, like, the movie does have its issues. Most movies do. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. But I really, and I am, I've tried to wrap my head around all these arguments and everything. I don't see how this critically is as low as it is. Not no, that it matters. It didn't like affect my judgment, and, and nor should it affect anyone's judgment ever. But like, it just goes to show that everything's purely subjective. So I mean, well, if our judgment affects your judgment, let us know. Go see the Eternals and let us know. Just Eternals, not the Eternals. Just Eternals. Are you sure? Positive. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend I didn't say that. Go see Eternals and let us know what you thought. At bnspod I think it was fun. I think it was big slapping. Big, big slap. Big slapping. Um, Two hours and 37 minutes of slap. Yeah, and it didn't feel like that long. No, uh, but also, um, not going into spoilers, um, the first post-credit scene, there, there are two, oh, as yeah, there are most two. Marvel movies. Uh, the first one, I really don't like. That might be my least favorite um, post-credit scene of a Marvel movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, think okay. the, I think the so mic So most people up. know. So I'm. most people know that that happened. Uh, I still I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the first one. But I didn't know. I was like, "What is that?" And then there's Who, implications what? for it that don't. We'll we'll talk after, but like, they're gonna have to do some gymnastics to make everything line up with the continuity. Gotcha. Um, and then the second post credit scene got my fucking blood pumping. Yeah. From an off-screen character. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> and I knew who it was from the second they talked, and the person behind me, the guys that wouldn't shut up, the whole the, the, the know it alls behind tried me. Tried to argue the, with the, Shane. I, was like, they're like, uh, they're, no, they're I'm like, right. They're like, who is that? Who is that? And I'm like, it's beep. And they're like, that's not beep. And I'm like, it's beep. He like, was like, fucking try me, dude. He was like, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Chloe Zhao confirmed it. So if you want to look up yeah. who it was, you can find that on the interwebs as well. Yes. 
And now for the uh, the double for part the of double our, part of the double feature, the double double feature feature. We went to go see Last Night in Soho. Yes, we did. I as soon as this movie was over, I looked at you and I said, "Wow, so fucking good." This is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. We like actually can't talk about it. I think because no, nah. there's so much to spoil that like you can't. There's it's going a, cold. Yeah, going cold. A, a lot of twists, turns, and breaks. <laughs> just like I don't know. tension, like slow built over because this movie is only like an hour and forty minutes or something like that, and just like it starts off very slow, very modest, and just. It keeps getting more and more and more tense as yeah. you go along, and it just culminates so well. Everything about this, like it's Edgar Wright, so like I have no reason to not, yeah, like have any faith in it. But still, the acting is incredible. The music, Andy Taylor Joy is on my list now. Future the, ex-wives list. The um, look of the movie, like incredible. The visual effects in the movie, incredible. The everything about it. I can't believe this. I feel like it has to be based off of a book or something, but I don't, I don't believe know, that I don't it know. is. I, I think it might be. I'll look it up after and I'll let y'all know next week. But it was so good. Like, I just, I haven't stopped thinking about it since we saw it. Yeah. Like, we just said we really like the Eternals. I think I would go back and see Last Night in Soho before I went back to see Eternals. Yeah. Like, I it just, was just horror, but suspense and mystery and like you said the visuals like the color palette of this movie yeah and like i noticed that from the trailers like I, the way it was shot cu- coupled with this very specific I don't color even know palette. how some of it was shot there's uh, some of this is in the trailer where like she looks in the mirror and she sees yes. Bonnie taylor joy yes. like but some of the parts like there's one specific thing that took me out for a second there's a staircase and the whole wall is like multiple mirrors. So Anya Taylor-Joy is walking down the staircase, but in the mirrors you see the other girl. Oh, what's her name? Thomason. Uh, Thomas and McKenzie. Yeah. You see her walking, but the, I'm just like. Well, it's it's split screen. It's an old technique, it but it's just the way that they. so good. Yeah. The like, way that they edited it and so executed good. it. Like the actors like fucking crush it like Andy Taylor Joy and Thomas and McKenzie I mean Thomas and McKenzie in general like she this is her movie like she's the lead yeah um Andy Taylor Joy is like you know she's part of the mystery but Thomas and McKenzie is the full like she's the lead character and she's, she I, I, is I, insane she's a really so she's like she was in Jojo Rabbit that was the only other time yeah. I had seen her and she was very good in that movie but this one she's like I, I like movies where people start to like question their reality and everything. And it kind of blends like what's real, and what's not. And she is she, convincing she a hundred percent of the time. Like it's just so good. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's heavy stuff like yeah, subject matter wise, but it's a fun mo- warning for some people, but, yeah, but it's still like I had, I, f- I had fun with it. Yeah. Like it's still like, I, it's very tough to describe because it is very heavy subject matter yeah. at times. And it's very dark. And scary, yeah. even at times. There's part. There's that, some genuinely the guy, good horror parts um, in this movie. Oh, I don't want to say. I'm not gonna say. It's a spoiler. I think. Uh, who the actor? It's fine. We're not. I'm not gonna say. Matt Smith. No, I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Matt Smith is in this movie. Yes. <laughs> there's also a guy who looks like a African. Well, he's not Amer- American, I guess. Oh, he's British. Yeah. He looks like British, black Pete Davidson. 
Oh yeah, that's true. Like we about it's that. weirdly like the fact that we both said it like at the same time was just weird. <laughs> um, um, both of so yeah, go check out Eternals. Go check out Last Night. So especially go check out Last Night in Soho because nobody went to go see that movie. So just some numbers real quick. Thought this would be interesting to throw in. So Eternals has made um seventy. It debuted seventy one million domestic and one hundred sixty one point seven million worldwide. So that's um like the third or second biggest opening of the pandemic era, okay. I believe. Whereas last night in Soho had a forty-three million dollar budget, uh, opened up to seven point eight domestic and twelve million worldwide. So to put that comparatively, you want to make like fifty percent of your yeah. budget back on the opening weekend. Yeah. So another thing I will say, I this is not what I thought it was going to be going into the trail, going in from the trailer, like. I guess so, loosely. Well, did you watch the trailer? Loosely. Yeah, we saw it in the movie theater. Loosely, like, the base storyline of it, I I knew from the trailer. Yeah. But there's so much more going on. Uh, Yeah. Like. Well, and that's part of it. It's very good mystery movie. Yeah. Um, With some very good horror elements mixed in. Yes. So um, people need to go see it. And also just like a fun period piece at times too. Yeah. Like they did a really good, like the sixties are a very a character. It's like the, yeah, it's the foundation <laughs> of the movie really is like the, the period of the sixties, like Thomas, it's not a spoiler. Like you know, Thomas and Mackenzie's character is just very, um, I don't want to say obsessed, but she's very, you know, into the sixties stuff. Like that's her yeah. vibe, but she's a fashion designer. So, she just that's kind of her lifestyle yeah and it becomes like you like you said like kind of a character of the movie and it's very very cool yeah and that guy so good just such a satisfying big, big time slapping <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so um yeah definitely go check out those movies and um let us know your thoughts yeah share 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 with us your thoughts share it at bnspod21 at gmail.com yes or at the Brittany and shane show on instagram Indeed. Indeed. Or in that Facebook group. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Time uh, for a little BSGS. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You go first. All right. I'm going to um, you know, start with a GS. My chair. <laughs> I'll get a new one God. eventually. We're gonna furnish the basement soon, and then we'll we'll build a little a little podcast slash music studio down there, and I'll have a nice podcast hole. I'll have a nice <laughs> I'll have a nice chair and on a nice carpet, and it won't be so noisy. <laughs> no, but um, gotta call a GS on um my podcast co-host, my, my wife, my beautiful wife, because whenever like a thing like uh, an occasion or something comes along, or even just no occasion, um, she just knows exactly what to buy me. And then I really like beef jerky, and um. <laughs> Every holiday, <laughs> birthday, anniversary, whatever, she always gets me beef jerky. So recently, um, what even was it? Was there no reason? You just went to Smithville? Yeah. You just went to Smithville. There's a beef there's, jerky shop. Yeah, they have a beef jerky shop. She bought me all these fucking awesome... There's a Mako Shark beef jerky. There's an Ahi, an ahi Tuna beef jerky. I had some um, some hot, uh, sweet and hot beef jerky today when I was cooking dinner. Uh, Podcat wanted to eat all of it, but no. I said, fuck you. Get out of here. It's my beef jerky. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was just, uh, I, I, I like the beef jerky. So thank you for buying it for me. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I guess I'll keep doing it. Just buy good ones. Cause you bought some shitty ones before and I don't appreciate it. 
my god you're not wrong though the for valentine's day i got like the heart-shaped box one. Oh, that was <laughs> fuck oh my god that was amazing but then you also bought the sweet baby rays one the one time i don't know no that one wasn't that good i ate it but it wasn't that good i think i bought that for myself no you bought like like three or four bags of it did i eat them no i had at least one I think it was like I, I like that one. The really soft one? It's like moist. <laughs> I like no, I like a moist so like Jax makes a really good moist jerky. But um <laughs> this was a weird Let uh, us know. What's your favorite beef jerky? I used to eat um Oberto back in the day, the super dry one that kind of tastes like sawdust. I used <laughs> to love that one. <laughs> All right. Well pay thirteen dollars a bag. Be on the quest. For- well no, don't buy it now, man. My teeth can't do that anymore. No, no, no. Uh, we're <laughs> on the a quest for the be- world's best beef jerky. I had squirrel jerky one time. That shit was good. That sounds disgusting. Uh, that's <laughs> it's pine land. Bite. I feel like I could eat it if you just didn't tell me what it was first. You wouldn't want to conquer a squirrel like that. Don't you hate them? <laughs> Does everybody need to know that? One time I got attacked by get, a squirrel. Get to know your to get, podcast host. <laughs> I got attacked by a squirrel and I had to get rabies shots. Okay. <laughs> she's still rabid don't let it fool you the shots didn't work <laughs> that was a thing that happened in my lifetime <laughs> <laughs> i got hit by a bus <laughs> <laughs> i always forget that happened sorry and mom i know you listened to this i got hit by the fucking bus don't let them lie to you <laughs> oh my god anyway um do you have a bs uh yeah uh, oh yeah okay Oh, well, I could go. Wait, do your GS and then we'll do that. Our niece is 10. Yeah. Happy birthday, lady. Happy birthday. She obviously doesn't listen to us. But (laughs) so that is a thing. Uh, Where's my phone? So put that in the want to feel old. I should have put that in the want to feel old. Um, Uh, My my nephew is turning 20 also. He did today, right? Or yesterday? Oh, today. Yeah, today's his birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> so. So. So I've talked on here before about um, The Night Circus, one of my favorite books. Um, the author's name is Erin Morgenstern. And she posted on Instagram right after our last episode came out. She said this, this, so ever since I read the night circus, which was like when it first came out, like I had been on the hunt f- to find her name anywhere. On the prowl. She never wrote another book. Like, well, she has. So last year when we went to the Poconos, we were at a bookstore and, um, I saw her new book had come out and I had been waiting for it. Like. And I think I read it in like a day. It was so good. It's a little like fantasy, like intertwined with reality. And like, it's just so good. So she posted a thing on Instagram that's a, it's called the Starless Sea, mm-hmm. which is just chef's kiss. She said the Starless Sea was posted on this date two years ago. It feels a lot longer than that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. There was a time after the very long wave of night circus promotion and touring died down, but a lot of other things in my life were still tumultuous when I sat down to try to write again and writing was extremely difficult. I had pages upon pages of a story that wasn't coming together properly. 
blah, 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 blah. I asked myself, why did I want to write a book to tell stories at all and started writing a book about that instead? I wrote what I thought was going to be a book about books and it turned into a book about stories, but it's a lot more than that. The starlet... My editor once said trying to describe the starless sea is like trying to pour a bottle of wine into a shot glass. It's about time and fate and video games. It's about fairy tales and lost opportunities and secret diaries and the stories we tell ourselves and who we think we are and what we believe. It's about a guy named Zachary. The actual story Mm -hmm. is about a guy named Zachary who found a painted door when he was a kid. And if he had tried to open it. That door would have led him somewhere extraordinary, but he didn't open it. And years later, when he's in grad school, the story behind the door catches up to him. This is the best part. This is my GS, this last paragraph. The starless sea is strange and it's queer and it's layered. It's filled with stories inside stories. It's dipped in honey and lost in time. It was the book I needed to write in order to write again. And I'm forever grateful that it found and continues to find its readers. And that... Honestly, the first time I read it, I'm going to tear, like I'm tearing up now. (laughs) It's just something about, I know you don't read and I know a lot of people like, you know, if I read like a James Patterson book or something like it's, you don't always get like lost in a story. These books are like, you're just, you're in it. Mm -hmm. It was like the first time I ever read Harry Potter and I know J.K. Rowling is controversial and all that, but, like, those stories are still, like, this sounds so corny, but they're, like, a part of me, like, my heart. That's not corny at all. And that's how (laughs) these books are. Like, and this, I mean, and this isn't something I read as a kid. The Starless, that was last year that I read that book. The Starless Sea, the second. Yeah. Well, it's not, they're not connected at all, but they're, her writing is just so, like, it just sucks you in to yeah. this, like you are in the story. And I just want her to just continue to write great things forever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm envious of people like that. Cause like, you know, I write, you know, I write lyrics, mm-hmm. but I mean, never like, but that in a story or anything, but like, she just sat the down way and she said, like, yeah, the way she like wants, she has a very deep understanding of like, she basically writing said, and, I didn't think I was ever going to write again. And then, this came out and it really is like it's one big story with like a lot of smaller stories set Mm -hmm. into it and they're all intertwined together in like beautiful little gold ribbon (laughs) it's just oh i'm that's awesome i think i'm gonna read them both again because like that's i hadn't written a song in fucking three years until like last week and it just like strikes you so like if she's able to like come out with something, I wrote three verses and a chorus. Like she's written apparently like this awesome book. So like, that's, that's awesome. I feel like not everybody feels that way. And my like life goal is to try to get everybody to read the night circus, her first book. It's just, just even you saying like books are a party, whatever. Like we all have that stuff. Like as corny as it sounds for me, like Batman's a part of me. (laughs) I learned a yeah. hell of a lot from being a Batman fan and like yeah. just being a human being in general. Like you learn a lot from stories that you relate to. So that's why stuff like that's important. It's just, well, I don't necessarily relate to them, but well, it's no, you don't relate to them, but like you find, you know, you find the correlation. Characters and everything. Yeah. It's just, there's something about getting like sucked into a good, not just a good book. There's so, like getting sucked a into a good book is great when you forget that everything's around you and whatever. But like, 
a really good book is just like a whole, it's a whole other level. <laughs> just like a really good movie. Yeah. Like a damn Kryptonian bringing a war to us. Oh my gosh. Anyway. There's even a 1% <laughs> chance that he's our enemy. We have to take it as an absolute certainty. <laughs> do you have a BS? I do. I have a feeling I might know what it is. So on uh, Monday, I'm out working, and um, I've said numerous times I work in Middlesex County in New Jersey, which is um, densely populated with a lot of shit drivers. Um, working my route, my, I'm pulling into my touching area. My touching these nuts, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, green Honda Civic pulls out of a gas station. I'm in like the left lane of a two lane part of the road. Excuse me, that's gross. Um, kid's pulling out, and he's looking the complete opposite direction because he's trying to make a left across two or three lanes. I lay on my horn, and I'm trying to like you know go left, go left, going and like you know kind of do a do a fast and furious. I'm gonna do a Dom Toretto and kind of like drift around him, <laughs> but I'm in a Hyundai Santa Fe, so I can't drift for shit. And if I go any more left, I'm going to oncoming traffic, so I just end up going right into this dude. And he like, you know, we kind of like straightened up. We're in the median of the road and he gets out and he's like immediately. He's like, dude, like I didn't even look. I'm so sorry. And he's like, he's like a kid. Like he was like, he couldn't have been older than 20. And he's like all frazzled and everything. And I thought he was fucked up. I thought he was, his eyes were pretty red. Yeah. I didn't say anything, but he was like, he was apologizing up and down, up and down. And the first thing I said, I'm like, dude, like, are you okay? Like, right. he's, it's just, like he was clearly fucking shaken. Yeah. Like, and he got the worst end of the accident. Yeah. 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 So we're in the middle of four lanes. So we're like in like the median, there's like a slim yellow median and there's two lanes on both sides of us. And he's just like, dude, like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, all right, well, there's an open lot right up there. We need to get somewhere safe because we're both going to die. Right. (laughs) I just want to say, I called you about the book being on the floor (laughs) and I got to call you back. I got an accident. He goes, he answers the phone and says, Hello. I'm like, were the did those guys come to the house today? I'm gonna have to call you back. I just got in an accident, and I was and like, I literally thought you were about to hang up on me. I was like, what do you mean you just got in an accident? <laughs> oh so, my um, god! We pulled into a lot, and um, you know, I took a, the picture of like uh, his license plate and everything just to make sure everyone's gonna run off, and um, called the cops. Cops show up, takes my license, and then um, like all of our information goes back to the car. So I was in Metuchen Township, or at least I thought I was in Metuchen Township. <laughs> I was about 20 feet away. And um, when I initially tried to call, um, I just called like the main number for Metuchen Police because I didn't think, you know, it was a fender bender. Like no one was hurt or anything like that. I didn't think it justified yeah. a 911 call. So I tried to call the main number and it's giving me an automated menu. I just keep hitting zero for operator to like get me to a dispatcher and he just won't do it. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just call 911. Called that. They sent an officer out. Oh, he's nice and everything, whatever. Um, takes our info, goes back to the car, comes back like, you know, 10 minutes later. And he's like, all right, well, you know, everything's in there, but um, I'm just going to give this back to you because, you know, like, I don't know why we get these calls. You know, that's Edison's part of town. It's like 20 feet away from Metuchen and Metuchen got the 911. He's like, yeah, Edison's going to have to take this. So you guys just hang out here until, uh, you know, I, I oh called them. God. They're going to send an Edison cop out for you. 
Like, so I'm gonna have to awkwardly sit here with this fucking kid. Like, and I'm still like, it's like three o'clock, so I still have like part of my route to do. Right, you had to finish working. Yeah, so I'm like making calls and stuff, and then like someone got fired from one of my accounts that day, so I'm gonna do a back and forth and that. It was a whole thing. So we sit there. I'm I'm there for almost an hour and a half till the Edison cop, who allegedly, you know, this is his jurisdiction, so you know he shouldn't be too far away. So I'm, luckily I hadn't been stabbed because he took a little he took a little while. He gets there, he does the same exact thing, takes our info, gives it back to me in 10 minutes, writes a case number on my insurance card for some reason that I need for, you know, documentation. He just yeah. he just writes the fucking... That's weird. He writes case number and then the number on my insurance information. Like, oh, that's fine. Like, I could have given you a post-it or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so that's my BS. That, uh, the jurisdiction thing, um, the... Me not being able to get in touch with this bastard thing and having to call nine one one, and also um, the accident itself. When you are pulling out onto a road, left, right, left again, then go. That's how you look before you <laughs> drive out onto a fucking street. It's basic driving, and that's all I have to say about that. All right. Well, I'm glad you're okay. <laughs> Physically scarred. Um, I feel like I had something else, but I can't remember what it was. So I'm just going to, I had two Ooh. things. I am just going to go to one cause I didn't write it down and I forgot what the other one was. Okay. I still call BS on the Apple podcast app. I just realized I think I had, your like, phone is just a piece I had, of like, shit. Six episodes of cult leader that I hadn't listened to that just never showed up on my phone. I think the world, the universe is trying to tell you something. All right. To stop listening to true crime. Mm-hmm. Because it gives me anxiety and I can't sleep at night. <laughs> I mean, I, I, bought, I wasn't going to go oh, that far, but okay. Also on my GS, I bought a uh, sweatshirt that says from a company called Wicked Clothes. And it says serial killer documentaries and chill. Sick. I haven't worn it yet because I <laughs> have worked seven days straight. So <laughs> Maybe that's why you're so bummed out. Probably. I just wear a uniform and then I come home and I put sweatpants on and I just want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, my husband made spaghetti. This is fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm fine. It was the dashboard confessional. I was gonna. It was the depressing music. <laughs> I listened. You to listened to the Tide fucking three too many times from Spill Canvas. Oh, but that, it's such a good song. So good, though. but Jesus Christ. So it's really. You sad. know these kids? Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> it's really sad. Go listen to it if you want to be sad. Yeah, sorry. I spoiled that for you. Um, the kids die. <laughs> All right. Oh, a trivia. Oh, yeah. oh, we got trivia this week? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. How much does a Chewbacca costume weigh? Are we talking movie quality one or like the a... Chewbacca costume. This... I'm going to say 80 pounds. Uh, this is eight pounds. Eight? Eight. There's no zero after that? No. There's no way that's eight pounds. All right. There's rubber involved. There's an animatronic in it. There's... Hmm. All that fur? Show you how they bottom how long, is it, how long does it take to hard boil an egg? I don't know. I don't eat that shit. <laughs> Fuck that. I call BS or not. Hard boiled eggs. 
soft boiled egg, boiled eggs. It's fucking disgusting. Stop it. Seven minutes. I don't supposedly. care. Supposedly, it takes What's two a seconds. Soft boiled egg. What is a soft boiled egg? You said it. I think I was just generalizing. Is that a thing? I think it is. All right, enter. D- Hard boiled eggs. Tell gross. them to deviled eggs. Fucking gross. Tell disgusting. them to follow the Instagram. I'll look up a soft boiled egg. No, I'm trying to. Don't eat the eggs. Don't eat them like that. Anyway, um, I'm going to plug the Instagram. Uh, follow us on the IG at uh, the Brittany and Shane show. Um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, um, really anything you want to talk to us, email us at the BNS pod 21 at gmail.com. Uh, also, we appreciate your five star reviews on the podcast app. If you can keep doing that, uh, that really helps the podcast get into circulation. Uh, it kind of helps us get out there and uh, so we can keep doing our thing a little bit more. You found the answer. A soft boiled egg is a thing. This I knew I wasn't crazy. Disgusting. It's like a hard boiled egg with a yolk, yolk, yolk. <laughs> oh, we, we had this problem the other day, stroke, right? Yolk? Stroke, stroke, stroke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yolk <laughs> and folk. 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 <laughs> can you really not say it? Folk. I hate I can say folk. it. I hate it. Folk. <laughs> folk. You're folk. Going, you're trying too hard. Just folk. 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 No, I hate it. Folk music. <laughs> I hate it. So Egg yolk. No, I like folk folk music. Some of it. It depends. What's like a Mumford and Sons? Would that can be considered? Uh yeah, I guess it's like hipster music. <laughs> Okay. I don't like either one of those words. I don't want to say it again, but it has runny yellow. But it's like the um It's like like the white the whites are cooked though, right? Yeah. Yeah, see I can't do it. Like it's just the shape of it because I like me a runny yolk. I like me a sunny side up egg. I love actually I gotta call BS on that. So if you look, I don't know if you noticed on the um the the tablecloth out there, there's like a yellow splat all over it. Yes, I know. I So I mean I made myself a, a a bacon egg and cheese for breakfast the other day, right? I did them um I did them over This man cooks like full meals when I'm not home. Last Dude, night last, last he cooked a it. full chicken, a whole <laughs> roasted chicken for himself. Well, you didn't eat the whole thing yourself. It was very yeah, good. Yeah. And we had the leftovers today over yeah. spaghetti with some sauce and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um I did a chicken margarita. I did a Jamie Oliver recipe. So you put the chicken on the racks in the oven and then you uh, you get you get your tomatoes, you get your your basil, and you get your garlic. There's two bulbs of garlic, this bulbs. Is another GS bulbs right now, <laughs> like big bulbs That's of garlic. That's just echoed in the whole house. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking garlic. I cut it back and put all that in a tray with like some some vinegar, some seasonings, or whatever. So you put the tray under the chicken, and it drips all the chicken. And the, it sounds gross, but all the chicken fat and the grease and all that stuff drips down, and you mix it all up. And it was very good. It was, but I'm it was just okay. saying, you made this full elaborate meal. I well, we went to the well, movie on Monday, fun. and we went to TGI Fridays afterwards. So I couldn't cook yes. for you then. Um, I'm pretty sure over the course of our time together, I've cooked for you many more times than you've cooked for me. Yes, I also <laughs> GS. We have a Le, Le Creuset. Is that what it's called? Dutch oven, mm-hmm. and I normally make chili in the crock pot. And last week I made chili in that. It was thicker. It was thick. But the leftovers of it were better than normal chili leftovers. Well, we also did beef this time. We normally do turkey. True. But it was like, I don't know. 
I just need to start. Well, a I little fat to, goes a long way. I need right. to start cooking more often, first of all. This is my New Year's resolution, but I need to start using that thing more often, the Dutch oven. I've already thought of my New Year's, or one of There's my New like Year's so resolutions. There's like so many recipes that I like. I've got a million try, That I want to try. I've already thought of my New Year's resolution, though. I'm going to watch 100 new movies next year. Okay. 100 movies that I haven't seen before, at Okay, least. so. New or old, just 100 movies. Can I pick a couple of them? No. Will you watch The Notebook? No. Why? Because I don't want to. People, tell this man to watch The Notebook. I don't want to. It's a it's a classic. I know the now. twist. It doesn't matter. I know how it ends. It doesn't matter. Kind of does. But so they it takes the piss out of the whole of thing. Them, can some of them be James Bond? So you can help me with my no. That I'll add to a separate list because there's like thirty Bonds. Something for like, like that. three years now, my New Year's resolution has been. Well, I already watch watched. I, I, I started Casino Royale, so I do want to watch the Craig Bonds. I don't want to watch all those like those, like the corny ones. No, that no I, one really talks I want about. to watch them all, and I need to watch all the Indiana Jones and all of the Back to the Future. You've never seen Back to the Future? No. I've seen enough of it to know Why the references and stuff. I know. I don't know how this happened, but anyway. I thought Star Wars was the big thing when we first got together. I just I, Jesus Christ. All right, whatever. Well, we'll talk about that. We still got some time left in 2021, so we'll worry about 2022 so when we get there. So how about you people help Shane make his list for next year? I mean, I know, I know a couple. Like, there's like some older movies I really want to watch. I've never seen um, I've never seen Casablanca. I've never seen. I think you're okay without it. I've never seen um, Lawrence of Arabia, uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey, um, Godfather Two. I've never seen. Um, Godfather three, I'm told I can skip, but I mean, whatever. There's a, there's a lot of classics that I haven't seen. They kind of wanted to start that. And then I also want to go see new releases. More. Yeah. Like, even like not all high profile movies. Like some of this, like I never got to see lamb. I really wanted to see lamb. I heard it was super weird, but I still yeah. wanted to see it. It's like smaller independent movies. Like, you know, I just want to consume more content, I guess. Okay. So, well, if anybody has any suggestions. Yeah, if you gotta help us, I'll I'll add myself to that. Help us watch a hundred new movies next year. Okay, yeah, you can send us your suggestions, bnspod twenty one at gmail dot com. Yeah, or comment on any post, any post, <laughs> if there is a post to comment on. Yes, <laughs> on the Instagram, the Brittany and Shane show, <laughs> and uh, that's the episode, guys. That is the whole episode. Uh, thank you so much again for tuning in. If you can, please throw us a five-star review and a rating on uh, the podcast app. Um, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Y- you made it. Um, I mean, if you work weekends, you're not done yet, so you didn't make it. Me. But, um, <laughs> if, you work, if you're one of the privileged few that work Monday to Friday like me, you made it. Another glorious week of triumph. Enjoy your weekend. We will uh, talk to you guys next week. Enjoy your weekend. Yes. And uh, enjoy the music. Cue the music. Fuck, I hit the button.